while I was getting a wax, the waxer recognized me. (laughs) And it was just very weird. Hello guys and welcome or welcome back to another episode of High Key Adulting. My name is Jada Jones and I am your host today and every day, honestly. If you guys haven't heard me before, basically this is the podcast where, you know, all of your adulting dreams come true. I bring on people to share their advice. I bring on people to share their personal life experiences as well as, you know, I do solo episodes here and there. I've been getting more into solo episodes, so that's kind of what we do on here. But today, as far as the guests with an S, we have four other guests today, and you guys can already tell it is the Grand Army cast, so I'm very, very excited to have them on again. If you guys haven't listened to part one, I highly suggest that you go ahead and listen to that episode first, because in that episode, we explain a ton of things that we don't necessarily go into in this episode, because in the first podcast episode, we explained all of the pre-show things, all of the things on set, and all of, you know, the feelings about the show and whatever before the show even came out, and this is the post-show since the show is already out. So, again, highly suggest listening to that, so go ahead and click on that episode if you haven't listened to it already. But if you have, welcome! This is episode two. I'm not going to ramble anymore because I want you guys to go ahead and listen to it. It's pretty long, so go ahead and grab a snack, tune in, and I hope you guys enjoy! Hello! We've got the Grand Army cast back again! something that I'm very, very excited for. So I'm going to go ahead and let everyone introduce themselves again, just in case you don't know them. But if you watch the show, you probably already know. My name's Oddly Jean, and I played Dominique Pierre on Grand Army. Okay, I'm going to go next. I'm Naya. I play Sonia Cruz on Grand Army. My name's C, and I played Tor Sampson on Grand Army. And my name is Brittany Adebumola, and I played Tamika on Grand Army. All right. I asked you guys on Instagram to kind of just, you know, gather some questions, gather all of your questions that you guys have been wondering about. So we're going to go ahead and just dive into the stuff. All right, let's go. What is the biggest change that has happened since the show is released? (laughs) I would say um, just being recognized. uh, Oh, yeah. Talk talk about it. Talk about what happened. (laughs) So, like, we were talking about it earlier, but um, <clears throat> something as simple as going to the DMV and to the post office, like, a lot of people were, they recognized me. Um, even going to, like, the health food store that's near my house, someone recognized me just by hearing my voice. Um, while I was getting a wax, the waxer recognized me. <laughs> and it was just very weird. And oftentimes, like, you know, this show is, like, my first thing. So it's, yeah, it's it's a transition. Like, I, I would leave my house and sometimes forget that people are watching Grand Army this very moment. So it's something I have to keep reminding myself. But that's that's one of the new things that has come along with the show being out. <laughs> All right. So for me, I would say on my Instagram, there's so much love. Like, I got love from family, of course, but, like, the amount of people who have followed me that only have seen me on Grand Army and then send beautiful messages talking about how I made their day or, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you responded. Like, I'm just like, hey, I'm I'm just another person saying thank you. So it feels really good. So I would say the abundance of love that I've received has changed for sure. It's been so powerful and so beautiful. Um, And, yeah, I haven't really witnessed fully, like, the 
being noticed. I think I've only, I only got noticed once and I was in a grocery store and this lady was just staring at me. And <laughs> at the time I feel like people are staring at me like, honestly, like, is that a, is that a boy or is that a girl? So I'm like, just like, I don't really know why they're staring at me, but she was like, I've seen you before. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm always in this grocery store. And she's like, no, 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 like on TV. And I was like, no, me forgetting that I'm on a show. I'm like, no, no, I don't. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 She's like, it's on Netflix. And I'm like, Grand Army. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in it. You're oh. in it with the, the basketball players. I'm like, dang like this is this is a an older lady in an in a older generation and she fully like was naming characters and wow. just interacting with me so just it was just so normal and it felt good so yeah I, I, that was a different experience I didn't think that that would happen to me but it felt it felt different and and cool at the same time because it's like Aww. someone feels like you're a little more special that doesn't know you so I thought that was cool you kind of didn't think that that was going to be the audience or like the person that was going to come up to you did you it was probably like a kid or a teen or someone you exactly. know exactly no I was I was I was very thrown off but it was, it was wow. cool to see just a different that is um, different people watching it all right I saw Naya's mic like go off so I think she wants to talk so let's, I let's know. Go. like Samson always trying to go first before me I don't know what's uh, up with you know you know T. um I would say I think for well for everyone like socially like when it comes to like Instagram like the followers and when it comes to like like when I post a picture all the notifications just start coming and I'm not used to that it scares me and so I just I literally just turn my notifications off and I just don't go on my phone or also like the amount of dms that we've received like also um tying in with what C said like having people who don't know you tell you that they love you like from Poland or Belgium and it's like wow hello hi so I think that that's that's like the biggest change that I've seen Mm -hmm. just like love from literally everywhere and also Mm -hmm. like just like the comments and like a bunch of likes that's that's different for sure um for me it's pretty much the same thing as what um as what Naya said the social media thing was a little bit daunting at first I remember in like the first few weeks it would be like you gained a thousand followers in one day and I'm like what how how and I would do this I mean yeah I would turn my notifications off too because I was just like I I can't like even to this day I won't even go to my notification section I'll just do my scrolling and that's it because it can be overwhelming sometimes but it's also a blessing because it's like you know, like C was saying, you we're getting so much love from people, you know, all around the world and people who don't know you, which is weird. And that's mm-hmm. that's that's like a new thing to sort of grapple with. Um, uh, but yeah. And then the only other thing I would say is like the type of conversations that I'm having with my family members have Ooh, um, shifted yeah. after they've watched uh, the show and we'll have some old heads that have some very interesting perspectives. And then sometimes Mm -hmm. I'm surprised by some of the perspectives like that my aunts have where they can actually empathize with the characters, despite that generational difference and the difference in, you know, just the way that we grew up in the type of conversations that they had with their parents versus the type of conversations that I'm currently having with, you know, my elders. So that's been cool. And that's been a big change. Yeah, because you're like dead smack in it. It's not like, you know, you weren't in it and you're just having the conversation, but like you're in it and like they're judging it based off of what they've seen with you in it. So right. that was a big interesting as well. They were forced. <laughs> they had no choice. Okay, whether they liked it or not, they had to watch it. P, 
people wanted to know how you guys auditioned. We kind of covered that in the first episode, but um, not necessarily. We kind of just said like how you got into acting. So let's just go like quickly about like how this kind of happened for you. You can just do like a quick little splurge. So um, I, the writer of Grand Army is Katie Capiello and she was a really like amazing well is an amazing uh teacher mentor and writer that I've been working with since I was 16 um and I I didn't know about the show until um I would say like around the audition process but prior to that she had you know met up with a lot of her students just to let us know that she was working on a really big project and just to like catch up on where we were and I I did not expect it but um she called me and told me that she had a part that she really wanted me to audition for and I was like yeah of course because oftentimes like from time to time if there was like someone filming or casting something she would let me know like once in a blue so I figured it was like maybe one of those things but um that's really how I got the audition for this show was through Katie um but as for moving forward with the auditions and doing everything else I already knew that it wasn't up to her whether I got it or not it was her and a line of people that also has to like you so um she just basically gave me word that give it all I got and it's bigger than anything so I need to just give it my all so I did just that and I'm yep that's how I got the audition honestly like I rarely had any audition experience before this so interesting wait I did not know that were you like so this was like one of your first big big like auditions and roles yeah like the auditions that I've gone to literally went there uh did horribly and went back home (laughs) it was about like two three auditions that I've gone to but this was the audition where I got a call back and like I was asked to send videos and stuff like that wow but I also like really cared about getting the role. So mm-hmm. it was like it was a complete different approach with like how I did everything. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, I got the audition because I'm with an, a talent agency in New York. Uh, and basically I received the audition in my um, in my inbox. I opened it. It told me where. Oh, sorry. I didn't hear that. Oh, <laughs> Another audition? Hello. Ah, yeah. We'll, we'll see. Um, but no, it told me uh, what the name of the show was, and um, it didn't tell me that it was going to be on Netflix. So I didn't know that when I was auditioning. I just knew that I just knew what my character's name was going to be and what the name of the show was. And then I um, I took a train to Canada. I mean, to Canada. I wish <laughs> I took a train to New York and I auditioned in front of. Um, two of the casting directors and then it took about a week before I heard that I got the role so it was basically like that wait you said an hour a week I was like that was quick (laughs) they said we (laughs) want you (laughs) no no it took took exactly a week um I got the call a week later and they said that I. oh wow Wait, yeah. so did you go through a huge callback process? No, I think we talked about this though. Like, no, they, um, I could tell that they they wanted me to 
to get this role, at least the two uh, people in the room, the two casting mm-hmm. directors in the room, because they were like, do it like this. Oh no, because they gonna like that. Do it like that. And so I was like, dang, uh, y'all really like got me in here, like on my back doing sit-ups all different ways. Okay. <laughs> so I kind of felt like they they were like, like this person will be perfect. They just had to, I just had to sell it. So um, so yeah, I felt very confident when I was leaving that room. I was like, oh, I got this in a bag. I I really oh, didn't God. know, but they just made me feel that way. And then I just got like a boost of confidence walking out the door, like, wow, this audition was different. Like, wow. I'm gonna get this ball. So yeah, I actually filmed a vlog and I never put it up, but I filmed a vlog the day of saying like, guys, I'm going to get this role. And yeah, here we are. So there we go. Hashtag manifestation. All right. Hey, there you know. <laughs> so um, I had joined a theater company called Moving Mountains when I was 15. And that's where I met um, my agent. And so she basically just sent me, you know, on this audition and I didn't think much of it, you know, just went you know, for the role of Sonia. And as I'm in the audition, she's like, hey, um, the casting director, Susan Shopmaker, she's like, you know, we're going to have you meet with the writer, Katie Capiello, tomorrow. Is that okay? I'm like, oh, okay, sure. Didn't register that was a callback, but it was. And I go to the callback, um, meet Katie. We talk for a good 20, 25 minutes before even filming. And we we film and she tells me, all right, like, you know, uh, what did she say? She said, we'll keep in touch or something like that. I didn't think we would, but um, I am here now. And that is that is how I booked the role. <laughs> yeah. um, for me, mine was a little bit more similar to Oddly's. I also, um, I knew Katie from back in the days, I think when, what, Oddly, you're two years older than me. So like when I was 15, 14, 15, um, I think a freshman in high school. And uh, Katie was a former teacher, mentor, director, um, all of that. And I was in college at the time, finishing up my junior year. I just wrapped up my junior year of um, of college. And uh, Charlotte, who's like Katie's right hand on so many different projects and her classes and whatnot, she hit me up and she was like, hey, Katie's um, developing uh, a Netflix series based on Slut, the play. Um, would you be interested in auditioning for it? We want you to uh, be seen for the role of Tamika. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Because in my head, I was like, eh, Katie's never written like a show, like a big show like this. She does she does a lot of plays and they're successful and whatnot, but like nothing on this scale. So in my head, I'm thinking it's a little, it's a little some, some, a little small show that's just going to go out into the sea of Netflix shows that, you know, we are sometimes overwhelmed with. <laughs> and, and, um, and because I was in Syracuse, I sent in a self-tape and yeah I did the self-tape sent it in and then didn't think about it after that and then I think two weeks later I uh Katie called me and she was she said that I got the role and I was like oh snap I didn't at first yeah it was it was it was surprising and it was a lot because I was like okay what's the catch and then the (laughs) catch that I would had to that I had to um take a semester off of school but it ended up working out and that's how I'm here that's amazing. Wait, so you didn't have a callback uh, process either? No. Just off oh, the wow. self-tape. Dang. Yeah. Wow. Okay, <laughs> getting booked off of the self-tape? That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the next question that people had was, uh, any other projects you are currently working on? Large, small, just kind of anything you're doing at this very moment? Me, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly, like, I'm chilling. <laughs> Like, 
I, I I'm still in school. Uh, last week of school. Uh, 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 uh. Yay. <laughs> Uh, so like it was a lot, um, you know, literally when September came, so did like publicity stuff. And so did the semester, like the semester started. Then I had 75 hours of an internship I had to complete. And I had a line of agents and managers to meet up with. So it was a lot being thrown at me. Mm -hmm. Um, and I tried to go about it as professionally and, you know, and, you know, like, just in order. Um, but oftentimes when I'm, when I'm like, when a lot of things are thrown at me, like, I kind of do all of them kind of messy. So I mm-hmm. literally had to uh, put my agents on hold and let them know that, like, I literally only have a few classes left till I graduate and I want to graduate so I can really get my feet wet mm-hmm. in this, like, um, career path. So um, I had them on hold. I had just finished all my publicity stuff for Grand Army and um, just trying to focus on school. And then I got into this car accident and that really put things. Oh, my gosh. Yes. What the heck? I have to say I'm better now. Like right now. But still, (laughs) I forgot about that. And you're just chilling here like. (laughs) Oh, no, it's, it's fine. Like for the past two days, I felt the best. And like the best ever since the accident. So I'm trying to still take it easy and not do too much. But yeah, I, I haven't really got around to, yeah, even making a self tape. Yeah. So I one, mean, yeah, yeah, take care of yourself though, for real. Like, yeah. But this honestly forced me to, I feel like this was the universe just telling me you need to chill out. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, School is going great. I still have to complete a few hours for my internship, but that's all I'll have to worry about next year. So I can do that in like three weeks. <laughs> but um, still, I, yeah, I didn't have the time to do any projects. But this weekend, I'm looking into some stuff and I'm hoping to send a few self-tapes so I can get it rolling with my agent. All right. Yay. awesome yes ma'am all right so um i don't know if i'm allowed to say the name of it so i'm not um but i am i did i did get another role for an animated netflix show and i already did my voiceovers i think i'm in three three or four episodes so i don't know if i can say the name but i can say that emily osmond is one of the characters in it so that's pretty dope So if y'all want to go to her page and find out what I'm in, everybody who's listening, y'all can do that. But no, it's been very fun. Very, very exciting doing voiceovers. Like I actually really enjoyed it. Um, It was the coolest experience ever and I wouldn't mind doing more. But yeah, it was really cool. I actually booked that a week before. Oh yeah, a few days after we did our podcast is when I booked it. I got the call about it. So You also have vlogs on it too, or you have a vlog or two on it. So that's fun. Yeah, y'all can get some some answers. I don't know what I could yeah. say. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to jump <laughs> on the show, but yes, you, know, right now. <laughs> you want to do your little research. Emily Osment will tell you, and then y'all can just right. go back to me. But yeah, that's that's all right now. And then just a bunch of auditions. I'm currently hoping. I know Cruz knows about this, but I auditioned for Disney Channel, and um, yeah, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say that. But yeah, I did that, and we're we're hoping for the best. I I got a call back, so we're hoping. 
we're hoping. So like everyone listening, just put your fingers, cross them up a little bit. And uh, yeah, you know, manifest with me. But that's about it right now. Hold on, wait, not me Googling Emily Osment Netflix. Oh right my now God. On my laptop. <laughs> Is it time? <laughs> um, no, but um, currently not working on anything, but I have been, you know, doing a bunch of self-tapes. Um, I started um, a, biz- uh, a, a business of entertainment course at Columbia University. So I've been doing that online. And yeah, man, kind of back to school, kind of, kind of trying to get there. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I've been spending my, my days, my days doing. <laughs> um, I say no new project, <laughs> but, um, I've been doing a lot of auditions. Um, I have been working with my old, uh, my former high school theater organization. It's a nonprofit org called opening act. Oddly and I, um, kind of got started in that program in high school as well. I think that's how I met oddly actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I've been working with them to provide uh, free accessible content um, to anyone who is interested, who isn't an opening act student. Um, and this content is really just about anything theater related, acting related, entertainment industry related. So I made a video about, you know, how to prepare for your college auditions, what to expect, Um I recently made a video about how to research different college acting programs, the things that you should consider before or while you're doing your research, the questions you should ask yourself. And like, I'm doing another one about how to break down a monologue, just like stuff like that. And um, I've also been hosting some of their Freestyle Friday panels. Uh, It's their Ask an Artist series. So we always have some guest artists who's most of the time it's an actor who will come on and we'll just like have a conversation about how they got to where they are, um, what they're doing and just, you know, talk about whatever wisdom or insight they have about their experience or career. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. Always freaking give back. Like I always like stand by no matter where you are, like start giving back now because people are always like, yeah, I'll give back when I have the money. I'll give back when I have the time. I'll give back, you know, like in the future. Look, if you're not giving back now, you're never going to give back. And that's the thing. It's like you don't have to be the billionaire in the world to be able to give back. You can give back with starting conversations. You can give back with providing resources. You can give back by sharing things like you can always give back in those kinds of ways. Okay, so now we're actually going to talk about the show itself, because Last time we couldn't really dive too much into the show because it wasn't out. But now that it's out, um, let's talk about the show itself. So someone said, what is your favorite or what was your favorite uh, episode to film? Love you all. Wow. I I had fun filming a lot of scenes. I would say mostly the scenes where a lot of the cast are like not fully together but like we're all in the same uh location and we're filming different scenes so like i mean we're filming different like you know um scenes within that location like the um auditorium scene when the police officers came to talk to the students um and joey's character had like you know that mm-hmm. uh, breakdown i feel like that like that was that was a fun day because that was literally the only day where we were all together. So mm-hmm. at the times where we weren't filming, we we're literally just playing basketball or throwing water bottles everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Finding things to do while like the cameras are being set up. But like, um, that was a fun day. It was, it was, I know it was probably a lot for the makeup artists. Cause we were like, 
all really active and hot. <laughs> I was about to say sweating it all off all day. <laughs> yeah, but that was that was a fun day, and that was yeah, it was just a fun scene to shoot that day because we were all together just having fun, and we rarely got to see each other because you know yeah. our group in the show were the ones that we really got to film scenes with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so fun. Yeah. No, everyone says like even when I look at um like actors interviews and things like that they're always like oh my gosh like the most fun things are when there's like the whole cast because usually it's like just them or just like one and another person you know so it's fun to do all those fun scenes um I guess I'll also go ahead and throw in with that question like uh someone was like uh like a funny memory on set so like oddly just go ahead and answer that and then we'll move on a funny memory on set um as you know like the school halls were not real um and the bathrooms weren't real either. And I don't know if I mentioned this in the last podcast, but um, yeah, someone kept using the bathrooms. <laughs> Wait, I think you did. Did you mention that? That was, that was hilarious. <laughs> I guess like the 80s episode, like just seeing everyone's costume fucking Bristol's costume. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Mr. T, like, I was just weak. <laughs> Alrighty. Now let's move on to see uh what was the question the question was favorite episode uh you love to film and funny moment on set. Alright, so my favorite episode, I'm gonna go with two because again, like Oddly said, like I just liked being around any castmates that we didn't often film with. So I would say when we did the um the knee knee down scene and um at the on the basketball court, because it was like you know, we had castmates in the in the audience on the at the bleachers, um, in the dance team, and then us on the basketball team. There's just so many people there, and it wasn't often that we got to see them. So that one was one of my favorite. And then the BSU meeting because, or the BSU party um, fundraiser because it was so hot in there and it wasn't shown. Like I don't know if y'all knew, but everyone was sweating, and um, I just think everybody held it together really easy. Also had nothing in our cups that we were allowed to drink. Uh, so it was just like, there was, you know, water breaks were so necessary. But that was a fun time because we were really listening to music and having fun. And it felt like I was at a high school party that I actually, like, enjoyed. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was really cool. And then uh, memory, I would say, you know, my first time having a beard. You know, I've always wanted a beard. And I had <laughs> one for a good amount of time. But it was it was more, it was funnier because I kept on having to ask them to, to grow my beard back. Um, so that just kind of went along for a while, you know, but uh, yeah, that was one of my, one of my favorite days was when we, when I, when we had to wear wigs, you know, everybody was wearing wigs that day and it was just so much light. So yeah, that was a good, that was a good day. Check out the vlog. Right. Well, yeah. (laughs) I had a horrible day, um, sometime last week and I watched Crystal's vlog and I like that, I was literally cheesing. Oh. Yeah, you guys gotta check that out like some good scene. vlogs check we'll it leave out. it down below for sure oh my gosh favorite episode i would say my favorite episode would be episode four which is when we start to see when joey kind of starts spiraling mm-hmm. um the i would say my favorite scene or your favorite episode to film oh well bsu for sure the BSU fundraiser, that was a lot of fun because I feel like that was, there was so many people in there. It was, it felt, it didn't feel like work in that moment. It felt like we were just literally hanging out at a party. 
Um, but also the scene where in episode four where everyone's in the auditorium. That was like one of one of the few one of like the two scenes where the entire cast was in one room. So I, I really liked that one. Um, funny memory. Um funny memory. Oh jeez. Um um I'm under pressure. Um you know, every day you were with me. Oh, 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 oh. No, no. There was one time. <laughs> one time Steve was like oh Naya like um my agent told me I need to like record a, a slate and I was like okay when like now we got him so we were running around set looking for oh, a place to film a slate and so we filmed it in one place right he comes back to me he's like no 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 like we we needed a, another like another another spot we need another background I'm like what other background so we go inside another classroom and we filmed it there but it worked and so all yes. right just as long as there you can get so it on much, tape, send it in. There was so much like uh, Grand Army stuff in the background. So I was like, yes. no, we got to change it up. And I think we yes, filmed so it from like, a garage. Like removed some stuff from the walls. We so need that funny. footage. Okay. We need that footage. <laughs> My favorite episode or a favorite scene to shoot. There were, there were, there were a lot. There were many, so many. Um, But I think, yeah, that BSU fundraiser. It was a mess. That's like everyone's favorite. <laughs> it was a mess. It was really, it was a really fun, like just seeing, cause again, so many, we had a couple, like, I think, uh, uh Amir was there or let me do the character names. Sid was there. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm blanking. Ashley, y'all do your research. Um, Ashley and, um, Bo was there as well. And then, of course, you know, the whole crew. So that was really fun. And we got to dance and just act crazy. And, you know, Dom was drunk. We was all a little tipsy <laughs> off of water. water. Um, <laughs> and and then I think one of the funniest memories also came from shooting that scene, too, because I I remember we we couldn't it, there, like, OK, the lines were going. We were going. And then uh, I poured Jason um, some vodka or whatever. And then we could not, for the life of us, figure out whose line was next. So there was just dead <laughs> silence. And everyone was just kind of looking like, we were trying to stay in character. So everyone's smiling, looking at the step team like, yeah, you go, girl. Silence, silence, silence. Yeah. Silence, silence, silence. <laughs> uh-huh. And then you literally just see, and I think we actually have behind the scenes footage of this. You see everyone just cave. Everyone just kind of like depletes with laughter. Um. <laughs> And yeah, it was it was hilarious. It was hilarious. That was definitely a really funny um, time on set. Someone said, um, "What are similarities that you share with your character?" With Dom, Dom really resonated with my life <laughs> and personal life. Um, one thing, well, there there was a few things that are similar with Dom and me. But I also felt like Dom was more vocal, which I fucking, like, loved and wish I had, which I'm learning. Um, yeah, she was definitely way more vocal than I am. Um, but to compare, she's a hustler, and she doesn't take no for an answer, and that's... Yeah, that reminds me so much of myself, because no matter how messy... Um, the circumstances are I will try my best to get above it so mm -hmm. no matter how late I am for like you know with a paper that's due I'm literally gonna be like look 
you're going to take this because I'm going to write 10 more explaining why it was handed in late. (laughs) You know, like, shit shit is happening, but I I did it and I'll do more if I have to. You know? Yes. Like, that I feel like is super key. And that's what I really admire about Dom and myself. And I totally, like, get that when it comes to her. She does not take no for an answer and... No matter the circumstances, she's going to make it happen. Yeah. Oh, I love that. <laughs> All right. So um, I would say myself and Tor, um, what we have in common would be at this time of my life, uh, the confidence level. I feel like when I was reading the scripts for Tor, I was like, wow, I wish I, I had the confidence that Tor has when I was in high school. And I have it now and it feels really good to, to accept and to see and to feel so I would say our confidence level and then um, just being, you know, that the life of the party, just making people smile, making people happy. Like, that's why I feel like I'm on this earth is just to bring happiness and positive vibes to people. And I feel like that's what Tor did the whole time that Tor was on screen. So it just, I don't know. I feel like that's what we have in common. And yeah, that's, keep it yeah. short and sweet. Yeah, I think that's true. Um, I feel like. Sonia and I have um the I feel like her warmth her warmth towards her friends I can totally relate to just because um the way she's um her need to kind of be honest and be like just tell people how she feels all the time and like just say it how it is I do like I do enjoy telling people how I feel about them and like just you know throwing like I love yous randomly and just letting people know how I feel about them I think that's what I relate to most with Sonia for sure um I think with Tamika Tamika's a goofball and she's um you know she's a super loyal and you know supportive friend and she's always there you know for for dom um whenever you know stuff gets tough and dom can call on her and whatnot um and i think i'm like that with a lot of my close friendships and i'm also a super if my instagram doesn't tell you i'm a very goofy person i don't take myself too seriously and i think um tamika definitely (laughs) is like that as well and she encourages the people around her to sort of lighten up and just like live in the moment and have fun in the same way Okay, so this is for anyone that grew up in Brooklyn, but someone said, did any of you grow up in BK? If so, how accurate was the school life in the show? I grew up in Brooklyn, um, went to a Brooklyn school. Me and Brittany went to the same school. <laughs> so, um, I honestly, like, I didn't go to a mixed school. It was mostly Black um, and... And Caribbean. Say, yeah, and, yeah, mostly Caribbean. Um so that I would say that's the only real difference, but every aspect that was touched upon in Grand Army was very much um present in my school. So the slut shaming, the um the bomb pussy list. I mean it wasn't bomb pussy, it was a smut list. And Oh my word. And it was mostly girls that were, you know, either forced to do things or shamed for not doing it, but kind of still put on a list as if they did do anything. Um, 
But I remember, like, every semester there was a new smut list. (laughs) And it's not funny, but it's just, like, that's exactly, that was our version of bomb pussy list. Um, The, you know, the toxic masculinity very much present. Um, I'm pretty sure many, many uh, girls were enduring a lot of um, sexual, emotional, and physical abuse, and also um, just not really knowing yourself and feeling lost. That was very present. Um, so it was pretty much accurate, I would say, on um, on my school end. It was just different because it wasn't, you know, mixed students. Yeah, I think a lot of the a lot of the social aspects of just the school and just how teenagers interact with each other. I feel like that's pretty universal. And I think that's also why the show resonates with people in Poland and in Argentina and in Brazil and all of that. In terms of it being Brooklyn specific, the fact that Jason and Owen, they got a, it was, I think it was a bacon, egg and cheese on a bagel, something like that before school (laughs) school from the truck. Um, That's very accurate. The only thing I needed to see was in Arizona. That would be, (laughs) I remember at least back in my day, Back in my day, I always got the bacon, egg, and cheese with the with like a mucho mango Arizona, and everybody had an Arizona tea of some sort with them. Um, but it definitely it felt authentic. I've actually seen a couple of people who have been like, "Ah, oh, man, that's not Brooklyn," but um, that's not how a Brooklyn high school is. But you also have to remember, Grand Army High School is modeled after the specialized high schools in Brooklyn. So just like with what Oddly was saying, like the high school that Oddly and I went to wasn't a specialized high school. Um, it wasn't as mixed. The New York City public school system is extremely segregated, the most segregated mm-hmm. school system in the country. Um, so, you know, Grand Army was a lot more mixed, but I have friends who did go to the same high school that Grand Army was actually modeled after. And there, a lot of them have been like, yo, that was spot on with my experience. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Got you, got you. And then Nye and C, y'all didn't grow up in BK, but what was kind of, you know, what was your take based on your high school or whatnot? Am I going, Samson? Is this happening? You're letting me go first? Um, I would say, I remember um, watch, like, um, when we were filming the in the girls' locker room, like, the, 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 the bathrooms, like, scene and stuff like that, I remember even just, like, the, the bathrooms, like, the little writings on the wall, the mm-hmm. detail that they did literally my school like like just like um just like literally like hair on the floor just just (laughs) so dirty and I was like you know what this is this is like I felt I didn't walk in the locker room and be like oh why would they make the set like this like it felt normal like yeah I didn't go to like a school in Brooklyn but I feel like I was in the Bronx but it's like Mm -hmm. there was not much difference like when it came to like the school setting I feel like so yeah, that was my take. I feel like it was it was very accurate for me. Um, one thing I want to add is that um, Grand Army gave me a lot of people who knew um their vo- their voice matters. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, Brittany, do you remember like like our school? like students in our school really like speaking up and stuff. I felt I feel like the students in our school was so you know, tap in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like everybody was in their own world. <laughs> everybody was just in it, you know? Yeah. 
So Whereas I feel like the current generation of students like at Barton, they speak up a lot more. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember I wanted to do like a Women's Month um rally thing where I had like, you know, a few people uh have spoken words and we like, you know, uh kind of actually create the space to talk about all of the things that we experience in school. And I remember sitting in the principal's office three times for a meeting and he never showed up or he would show up and then mm. he'd be like busy because there's a fight in the hallway. So it's like, I feel like in my school, we also didn't have that space to really speak up, if that makes sense. But yeah. Or the support from the faculty support. to even yes. take what we had to say seriously or just give us the time. Yes. Exactly that. Well, interesting, interesting, interesting. All right, so, um, so no, I didn't go to school in New York. I went to school in Virginia, and um, as the setting was a little bit different, uh, I do believe that, especially in Joey's scene where she's um, being spoken to disrespectfully from her teacher, that happened a lot in my school, and it also it, it felt very uncomfortable because teachers felt like it was okay, and if I had my parent in the room while that was happening, it would be a whole nother story. Mm -hmm. But because we had no support, we had nobody to back us or anyone to be on our side, teachers felt like they had every right to speak to us in any way that they wanted to, especially calling people out, calling students out. That happened so much in my school and it affected a lot of a lot, a lot of students, you know, because it's like uh, I'm being called out in front of all these people by an adult. But yet teachers tell us that we should be respected. You know, it was just crazy. So Joey and 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 those moments with her teacher and being called out, I just that hit me a lot because that's something that I dealt with a lot. I was a jokester, but never in a disrespectful way, more than just in just to bring some light to the classroom. And I got called out so much. And, you know, I felt stupid. I felt like, you know, a loner because that's how that teacher made me feel instead of just noticing that I'm just kind of trying to bring some light to a classroom or just politely ask me to stop, you know? So yeah, that I can relate to a lot. Can I, can I piggyback on that real quick? Do um, it, of course. That's Crystal, what you're talking about with, with just having support from teachers and teachers like talking to you any way that they want. That was also prevalent in my high school as well. And I think that's what made me appreciate Sid's relationship with the guidance counselor even mm. more. I can't remember. I know the actress's name. Uh, I think it's Alexa Castlemaker and she did a fantastic job with that role. But every time she was on screen, I was like, yes, yes. Cause there are so many kids that simply do not have that. You have teachers no. that are out here like, nah, this kid is a lost cause. So I'm not even going to give him the time. He doesn't care or she doesn't care or whoever doesn't care. But like, like we see in grand army, these kids are dealing with heavy issues. These kids oftentimes don't have support from home. Then you come to school, there may be, you know, on the off chance, there might be a few kids that do have the support from faculty, but the majority of them, the faculty doesn't even take, take these students. They don't, the faculty doesn't take the student, the students seriously at all. And they don't empathize with them. Whereas with, you know, Sid's guidance counselor, she, she, even, even with his, um, him, he, well, Sid didn't technically come out. He was forced to come out, mm -hmm. but, um, even her being sensitive about that and being like, Hey, are you sure you want to put this out? Like that's, that's rare, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. um, and we need to see a lot more of that. Teachers need to be yeah. trained. They need empathy training 
shucks mm-hmm. no for real for real um i'll go ahead and talk about my experience because it seems like i i don't know i feel like there were struggles in my uh high school granted i did go to performing arts high school so i do think that the situation was a bit different you know we had a bit more you know of a filter i would say we had a pretty diverse school though i would say that our school looked pretty much like grand army but there were still those issues but i think that's why I appreciate the art so much. And this is kind of going down a whole different topic, but I think, you know, as weird as my high school was in some aspects and as, you know, different as it was, I do think that the arts had such a big play on how students could interact with the teachers. Cause at my school, Oh my God. Like if we wanted to go and have lunch with the English teacher, we would like that. That was how my school was. And, you know, I don't know if it's because of a time difference. I don't know if it's like a, um, location difference or a performing arts high school difference but it's just so unfortunate because I like you know I grew up watching tv and being like oh like that's not real like this and this and this but granted you know all the high school shows that we watched back then are very you know glamorized version of high school the popular girls the nerd group whatever but like these days it's like you know I when people ask like oh like is high school you know especially a lot of kids going into high school they're like Jada like you know I want some advice like I'm going into high school is it going to be that scary like am I going to be bullied and I was like it's not like the movies you know like in that sense you know but now it's like there are different issues there are way more different issues that you know that people are more comfortable with talking about on tv now you know that people weren't talking about back then so I don't know I find it so interesting but I do think that these days like you know I I feel like me and I feel like a lot of people would agree who went to my school it's like we always had someone to talk to you know someone to go to and I feel like that's so unfortunate that I really honestly like I'm learning right now I didn't realize like how bad it was that people didn't have someone to talk to granted there were always you know those teachers that are like oh I don't give a shit about you like this and this and this principals this like you know administrator this whatever but I felt like there was always someone or you know a group or an organization or like something where someone could go and talk to someone and I wish you know I really do hope that as we move forward with you know tv shows like this and with you know just movements and everything going on that like things do get better in schools because that's where it really starts you kind of become your high school self you know essentially as you grow up sure you go to college and whatever but in college you're your high school self until you kind of change and learn more so high school is a very very pivotal moment in your life and if you know that can already deem you as like the kid who's not going to get a job or the kid who's going to you know like suffer in work or like not be at the top of the pyramid because so and so and so so it sucks it sucks to see how people are being kind of you know deemed as their high school self when they don't even know who their high school self is you know that's really upsetting but thank thank you guys so much for sharing all of that and like that's that's really informative for sure I'm going to get laughs on this. I can already tell. Someone said tips on time management slash handling a busy schedule as an actor. Oddly's already like, um, <laughs> this is something I'm still, uh, challenged with. Uh, I'm finding my way. <laughs> Anything possible. Anything is possible. 2021 is going to be a new me. I'm going to be on time everywhere to everything okay no, we had to reschedule this we had to reschedule this podcast <laughs> because uh, of no. you heard it here first oh my god you heard it here first i this is why I, this episode is late <laughs> <laughs> yes so um as you know sunday we we had a, a few uh difficulties but other than that my time management is horrible it's bad and it affects my relationship. It affects my career. 
It affects my academic uh, stuff. It affects everything. And I'm to a point where I'm just like, I'm getting too old for this shit, you know, like to be showing up late or like um, getting prepared literally at the time I should be attending whatever I'm attending. So I'm learning that, yeah, um, it's time to stop. <laughs> it's time to put excuses aside and start preparing a lot earlier. Um, it's time to really put my foot down because I'm turning 25 next year and it looks very unprofessional. Even showing up to my doctor's appointment 30 late, 30 minutes late, you know, like that's, it's, it's, it's gotten to a point where it's disgusting and I'm, <laughs> I'm being honest. She's roasting herself. Wait, hold on, hold on. Oddly, you got to give yourself some credit though. Cause you've right, been on the do list lately and you've been on your stuff. Yeah, but it's like I, I still got I got a lot to get together, and I'm, I'm yeah. But you're making waves. But you're on it. You're but you're waves. on it. I'm yeah, on and it. then also, and also, you have a lot on your plate. Like I'm gonna give it to you for that. Like you have a lot on your plate for right now, especially. I mean, like you just got off of the show. Now you're finishing up school. You're dealing with X, Y, and Z. Like you've got a lot going on. So I'll give it to you for that. But you know, yeah. as Brittany said, you're making waves. You're making moves, and we will see how Anli will be in 2021. All right. Everyone, I am going to be marking how many times I've been late to anything. I will give myself three passes for the whole year. I will keep you guys posted. All right. All right. All right. I just need to say something. Um, so I created the uh, showing up late to the party when I met Oddly because we got a group <laughs> message. Grand Army has a group message and everyone's in that joint. And we'll be talking about something mostly about her and she'll oh, show no. up like two, three hours later and we'll be like, there Ali go showing up late to the party. Like that is something I've dropped in our in our messages so many times, but I have not said it lately. So that's how I know she's doing a little better. We're not going right. to count the podcast. But other than that, <laughs> I, I know you I know you note taking and you listen making. I know it. So yeah, Crystal be calling it. Crystal be like, hey, oh, it's true. Late to the party. I'm like, hey, yo. <laughs> we'll be like, yeah, so what's going to be showing up to Ali's house? The whole thing's about Ali later on. All right, guys. Yeah, I'll be home. We already there. It'd be like that. But for myself, for uh, being organized and staying on task, I just started writing a planner and actually having a schedule for myself. And that has done wonders. Like I'm even in the gym and I feel amazing. So yes, list making, having a calendar, having a planner and just trying, like just try it out, you know, because it's working for me. So I would encourage that to all you guys. Yeah. All right. Okay. Naya. Not everyone can be as perfect as Samson, you know, as <laughs> as for news. However, um, you know, so is odd, man. You know, I try you know what it is, Jada? I like doing that's things it. when I want to do them. And that's not how it works. You know, you can't do that. <laughs> so like when I know I have like an assignment to do, there are times where I'm just looking at it and I'm like, no, I wanna listen to music you know mm -hmm. but it's like I think what helps um do what you have to do first so that you can reward yourself for what you want to do so I'm trying to well I gotta interrupt you because this one right here cruise you know she what going to sleep so damn late <laughs> <laughs> her morning time yeah. is when we're sleeping so that's the oh, first oh no I mean it's, it's so bad that I'll tell her that I'm clocking out at like 11 p.m. 
just for her to clock in, that's when she starts oh, her day. And then around like 10 a.m., she'll clock out. So literally. I'm not even going All right, to nocturnal. Literally. So nocturnal is what we're going literally, for. Like, like Samson will text me at like 8 a.m. Like, all right, good night. I'm like, all right, good night. <laughs> he knows, he knows. So listen, I'm trying though. I'm trying. I'm trying. Right. I'm trying. It's going that's, great. That's, that's amazing. That's great. I think for me, um, this is hilarious. <laughs> I think for me, to-do lists, um, I'm not I'm not the best with time management either. My mom, to this day, if she were on this podcast right now and you were to ask her, what's Brit- one of Brittany's biggest flaws? She would say, from since high school, she don't know how to manage our time. She don't know. Um, so it's definitely something I'm still working on. But when I am able to sort of, make make some waves um Mm -hmm. I find that when I write out what I have to do for the day that helps so it's not all up in my head and then I'll get overwhelmed and then I don't end up doing anything because I'm overwhelmed at the fact that I'm not doing anything about not doing Mm -hmm. anything (laughs) um um writing out a schedule and then also for me one of my biggest distractions is my phone as I think and I think that's an issue for a lot of people too (laughs) so I will, I delete the Instagram app frequently during the week. Um, Like if I know I have multiple auditions that I have to do, that app is gone off my phone. Um, If I know that, okay, the app is deleted, but I already know I'm about to be on YouTube for a minute. Then what I'll do is I'll put on title and I'll just play jazz music, not just music that I'm going to bump to music that I don't know. And I'll play that in the background and then put my phone far away from me and try to do what I have to do. And then also with what Naya was saying about the reward system, I used to do this a lot in college. I'll be like, Brittany, if you just sit down and read just for 20 minutes, read, read the essay for 20 minutes, and then you can have two trolley sour gummy worms. (laughs) And then I'd be like, okay, another, all right, now read for 30 minutes. Then you can have five worms. And I have to sort of train myself like that. So I don't know. I I think also just listen, listen to what, what works for you. And if something is not working, don't keep doing the same thing, expecting a different result. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That, that exactly. Well, since everyone is getting on their grind, I guess I'll talk about my productivity slash time management for a bit. Cause you know, I'm busy here and there too. Well, I used to be a writer. I used to write every single thing down and make sure everything was down. But the thing is I'll write it on random places. So they just don't have like, you know like you just kind of write it down somewhere and then it goes somewhere so I have established working and organizing everything digitally and I don't know why it took me so long to get on this ball game but maybe I can give you guys a tip or two but I'm telling you Google Calendar and Notion those two things right now like I have my podcast uh, my podcast flow for this episode right now on Notion. I have all my workspaces, all my spreads on Notion. Everything is there. And then I have a separate calendar on Google Calendar. And like everything just kind of meshes together when people have emails or meetings or whatever that they need to send me. I'm like, send me a Google Calendar me. If it's not on my Google Calendar, I don't know about it. Like it's something like that. So I really like that method and it works very well for me. So that's how I've been organizing my life. There we go. You know, we can all take tips from you because you are on your grind. Jada is a different breed, okay? Jada is knowing what she's doing. But you can, and that's what we all aspire to be. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And I guess to end off this episode, which is crazy because we've already been here for an hour, a cute hour. (laughs) The last question, which is another funny one because we've already all discussed about this before uh, recording, but season two, season two, season two, season two. (laughs) Amen. 
I'm the answer waiting. is quite simple. We don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I might have to grab my mics and my phone and buy a camera and start filming myself. <laughs> because... I'm with that. Hey. I'm with hey. that. I'm gonna be the. I'm gonna be the. The what is it? The sound. The the sound. Have to, <laughs> I might have to turn my vlogs into production because. You know, <laughs> I got enough footage to make a whole season two, I'm so if you're right, right. I could drop the gems. <laughs> I think the answer is just keep streaming. Yeah, keep streaming. Yeah, keep streaming. Keep streaming. So keep streaming. Netflix cannot deny us a season right. two because yeah. the demand will be there. Yeah, I think that's how it works. I really don't know. Yeah, do it. I mean, go to Netflix IG account and just just hit them with the season two at We Are Good yeah. Army. Yeah. Yeah. Let them know. Just keep talking about it. And while y'all are there. Pressure them to 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 put up a blooper reel. Oh yeah, we need that. We need that. that. We need that. For sure. It's what the fans want. Fans being yeah. me. No, I think fans being you. <laughs> no, for sure. We want all of the behind the scenes content. But again, C has all these vlogs. Check them out. Check them out. I will have them down below. Go ahead and shout out all of your Instagrams, and then we'll be done. <laughs> all right, my Instagram is at C Nelson. C N E L S O N. My Instagram is oddly, O-D-L-E-Y, period, J-E-A-N. My Instagram is at Naya Ortiz, N-A-I-Y-A-O-R-T-I-Z. And Lola, Lola Britt looks like she's forgetting her Instagram handle. I I can never remember it. My Instagram is underscore Lola Britt, as L-O-L-A-B-R-I-T-T. Look, all right. person to be like, hey, AOC, what's uh, what's my Instagram again? She was frantic. An hour and three minutes later, we have finished this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. And obviously, hey, thank, thank you, you all for you. coming back. Thank you guys. Thank you for bringing us together. Yeah, You're amazing. I know. We got the band back together. Hello. Thank all right. You're <laughs> so freaking amazing, dude. We appreciate you. Oh, I, I appreciate you guys so much.